Hello, Dungeoneers. Welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that's just on fire right now. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master, and I'm joined, as always, by my friends and co-hosts. We have Daniel here, burning with a fiery passion. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, oh, gosh, I'm really excited for the show. Hey, um... Yeah, is it hot for anyone else in here? I just, I don't know. It's just weird. I'm just like so hot and like I'm sweating a bunch and the in in the walls made a pie crust and I'm just like, man, the weather today, like, whoo. Well, uh, real man. talk, Daniel. Uh, I did not turn my air conditioning on like I told you guys I would do off air. So I'm gonna go do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess somebody else is on fire. Man, I'm really, I'm really baking in here, because <laughs> I'm in a pie. Wait, when were you in a pie? Because you didn't hear the pie or uh, whatever. No, I didn't hear the it's pie. It's fine. He's he's letting us know that he's hot and he's a snack, and I completely agree. Uh, um. All right, well, I got back just in time to hear that, so let's move on. <laughs> Because Janelle's here too, and she's a flickering light in the darkness that is us this group oh yeah i'm i'm the only hope on what little light we have left in our dark dark souls Woof. i don't know guys i'm it's just here you say that, janelle because i originally wrote this up as a legitimate dark souls themed intro and then i couldn't get it to work <laughs> so thank you thank you for honoring my original artistic uh intention there oh you're so welcome well, Nate's here too, and he he likes to cook over his own little fire. Um, and honestly, the food's pretty good too. Yes, yes, I do. Nothing beats the leftovers of the fallen foes. Ah, good old cannibalism. <laughs> it's not cannibalism if you're a robot. Mm, I mean, he does make a good point. I mean, yeah, I, I keep forgetting that Nate, like the person Nate who voices Jasper, is a legitimate robot. I forget that sometimes. What if you're just a robot who thinks he's a human, though? You're still a robot. I think that's a pretty specific fetish. What? No, I mean honestly, no, that, that that is that is the case for a lot of cannibalism cases. It is a fetish thing. I, I was just meeting like a, a philosophical thing. Geez, we don't have to go that far to me. I'm saying now, now I'm uncomfortable. So let's move on. Joel's here too, um, and he seems like the kind of guy who would just light a fire for fun, or maybe light a fire so someone else could have some fun, like like Nate. Yeah, I, I I did that back in the early days, Josh. Way back when I was that kind of kid, you know. I've lit lit fires for fun. I've been on fire for fun. Oh, you've you've been on fire. Uh, for I've fun. been well. My clothes have been on fire. I don't know. That doesn't necessarily count, but ooh, wow, that's interesting. You know? That's interesting. Yeah, kids get up to some stuff, you know. Yeah, I guess, I guess you fared pretty well because you don't have any burns. Not anymore. That was really cryptic, and I'll leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> well, finally, we have AJ, hey. who, just like the podcast, and just like Joel in the past, is also on fire right now. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's really interesting. It's starting on my clothes. Uh, it's kind of creeping up. It's getting a little hotter. Uh, people are starting to notice. It's kind of cool. It's getting a little more traction. Oh God! Oh, we're over! Oh, jeez! Stop it! Stop it! Lean into the fire! Lean into the fire! Oh God! Okay, we're good. We're good. We're cooled off. We're fine now. 
Wow, nice. We've chilled out, we've mellowed, and and now we're just uh, we're steamrolling along. Way to go, podcast crew. Way to go. Yeah, we're on fire right now. Ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone's resounding silence who tells me how ready everyone is just be done recording for the night. I was pretending to be burned alive. Well, I thought you were in a pie. Well, yeah, and the pie's burning. Nobody took me out. Well, oh, shit. Oh, I'll go get that. Janelle, you had one job. Okay, but everybody knows that's what I'm actually really good at is burning food. Um, <laughs> yes, I, I've witnessed that. Yeah, it's a talent. It is a talent. This is why okay. Daniel cooks, because then it actually ends up as food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All righty, then. While we're still on fire and still full of this boundless energy, are you guys ready to play some D&D, or at least uh, attempt to tonight? It's a, it's, a good, it's a good thing to attempt. I think, I think yeah, we should give it a good college try. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's at least worth trying to get me dirty because I'm ready. Oh, my God. We, we yeah, just got shovel, out of the oven. We got to shovel a bunch of dirt on you to put the fire out. <laughs> shovel a bunch of dirt on me. I'm ready to get dirty. Buried. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> just do the episode. Cut. <laughs> All right, so I'll... Before we get started, I'll give us a quick recap, and then we will jump right back into the action. So last episode, our adventurers found a group of dead elves on their doorstep, which they quickly deduced were left there by their old friend, Mr. Edward Smills, who for unknown reasons, seems like he's decided to defend them from their elven adversaries. While disposing of the bodies, our party ended up falling into the shop between worlds, the magical place where they can buy or sell a selection of magical items. So after perusing the shop and making their purchases, they emerged from the hole once again and uh, prepared themselves to start their next big adventure, which we will get into now. It's later in the same day um, that our adventurers had visited the shop. They're all gathered around their little dining room table, which kind of doubles their war room table. They're, there's food on their plates. They're just eating lunch. Uh, Laszlo and Fergus are dirty as can be because they've been working out in the fields, planting all the crops that they had just stolen from your neighbors but they were none too happy to learn that uh, it was no longer necessary, but they went ahead and did it anyway. So now our adventurers need to decide how they are going to tackle the next part of their main overarching quest line. Currently, they have a list of leads from Halita that uh, will lead them to a selection of people who are associated with Glamir and the elves up at Deerhead Mins. So I will turn the scene over to you guys for you guys to determine what you would like to do for the next segment of the adventure because you've got like five options. Um, you have a, a mage from the college who disappeared for a few years. You have uh, a mage from the college again who has left and kind of gone into a self-imposed exile. Um, you have a potential crime lord connection to investigate and then you also have a town 
that seems like it's been dealing with some strange issues of a magical nature. And then you have news of a cult that has recently sprung up in the region as well. And all of these are tied back to Glamir and his elves. So what you gonna do? Okay, guys. So I know that we were thinking about doing something that's close. So that cuts most of these options off because some of them are like, have to go find somebody in the woods. We have to go to another town. What are what are your thoughts? Well, we, we could always go look at the uh, college. I know it, it must be close. Based on these notes, it seems... Uh, Fergus, it says something about you going there. That's... I mean... I, what? No, I, I didn't go there. <laughs> no, well, that wasn't me. It was an imposter. Yeah, but it seems like you did it. You know what? It's fine. It's fine. I'll let you keep I don't, it. I, I'm not interested in Halid at all. Nah, no, nobody's saying you are. It's just, That's right, because I didn't say that. Nope, you sure didn't. Good job, bud. Yeah, I mean, and she changes her face to Halita because Bez is a bitch. And we oh all my god. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we just know. We just know. It's fine. Yeah, it's really weird, isn't it? You know, and she turns and stares at him. Not interested at all. Bez, why you gotta do that? <laughs> because I like seeing your, the, your face being as red as your hair. I'm going to think of you whenever I think of her. I don't like that. <laughs> I I, she changes back. I don't like that either. I like, <laughs> turned into Alita completely with my ring. Jasper! Why do you guys ruin everything for me? I should have stayed in Brimpton. And he runs up the sta- He runs up the stairs and you hear a door slam upstairs. Okay, so us being horrible people aside, Jasper, change back. We've already... You and me have beef with pretending to be Halita already, okay? You've already been disassembled partially because of this, so let's just not... Um, what, uh, what do we want to do? Well, I, th- I think that we've almost come to a conclusion now. We're, we're going to go to the academy and talk to this professor, right? I'm fine with that. It sounds good to me. Yeah, I, do, I just don't want to be too far from here just because I don't exactly trust Mills defending this place but also like we do need to get the ball rolling all right let's go yeah i start walking there can we finish lunch come on no what is food (laughs) he's just very direct he's like no why why are you even eating because it's lunch time eat and walk (sighs) but my tummy will hurt i have to eat the cheese while i'm sitting that's nice sit in the cart jasper this is fettuccine alfredo and Lazo's like, is it going to be kind of hard to eat on the go? I'll see you guys there. <laughs> All right, have fun getting ambushed. No, come on, Jasper, you know, come you, on. Hey, you know I'll what? You guys, you guys go with him. I'll I'll make more from when you get home. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I've got I've got some. Why don't you guys take some bread for the road? And Gunner, here's some medicine for your stomach. Thanks, I appreciate it. I get the poots, you know. <laughs> yeah, you get to walk in the back this time. <laughs> I'm not walking behind you again after you've eaten this much cheese. <laughs> fine, only for a little bit after I get it out. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> we are children. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Jasper is leading the way, and you guys are right behind him. 
and you kind of make the short walk through the countryside up to the uh, main gates of the city. And as you get close, you're kind of making your way through the outer reaches before you get to the walls. So like the there's a lot of the basic buildings, the wooden uh, structures where a lot of the peasantry and the uh, lower class people are living. Um, and you walk past your favorite inn where uh, you can see Meowth you inside polishing uh, bar glasses. You go a little further and you hear a commotion up at the front gates. Oh. It sounds like there's something going on up there. See, if we stopped for lunch, we would not be able to help these people, Theo. I mean, all right, fine. I'm, I'm still kind of hungry. Go get him, hero. Can we can we see? Is it like a is it like a bunch of yelling? Is it like a bunch of people running around? It's like it shouting like... and like clattering, like of uh, like kind of like metallic clattering. Oh, kind of like armor wrestling around. Yes. Okay. I I think Phil will start to make his way up. Um, oh, did we drop our weapons off at Meowthy's place first? Since usually we did it last time. Yes, I, I presume that you you would because you're entering the city. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so then, yeah, I feel just kind of walk up since he doesn't have anything like to have to hide or anything like that. Just kind of eyeball and not trying to draw too much attention, even though he's a gigantic person with lots of muscle now. So as you get closer, you see there is a group of 10 city guardsmen with their halberds out and uh, their armor gleaming in the sunlight. And they are all pointing their halberds out at two beings who are standing at the gates. One of them is a familiar sight. It is a 10-foot-tall ogre with uh, its yellow fur and its large, curving, ibis-like horns, increasing its height even more. And next to it is another being who's only about 8 feet tall, a little bit shorter, but it is very obvious that this being is also an ogre, but their fur is dark gray, their nose is a little bit broader, and they have three horns emerging from their head. Oh. As opposed to the two of the other. It appears to be a another subspecies of ogre. But the two of them seem like they're they're dressed similarly enough. You believe that they come from the same location. And both of them have very stern, angry looks on their faces. Their weapons aren't drawn, but the Ibis horned ogre has a great sword slung across his back, and the three horned ogre has a big war hammer at his side. And they look like they're talking to the guards, and the guards, as expected, are having a much more animated response to their approach. And this also does not seem to be the same ogre that you guys let into the city previously. Oh, it doesn't? Okay. It is not that same ogre, but it's the same, like, type. Oh, that's why I reacted. is like, oh, no, he's back. <laughs> what did he oh, do? Remember, remember, he went missing. Oh, that's true. I totally forgot about that. And it seems like you guys aren't going to be able to get into the city while this commotion is going on. Um, hey, hey Aragon. Oh, yes. What's what's up, Phil? Hey, you seem to have, like, an in with the guards. Could, I think we have another situation like we had last time. Do you, do um, you get help? Well, I, I, I suppose that I, I could try, but, Phil, I don't know. I don't know. Last time it didn't go so good. I think it's just a misunderstanding like last time. Oh, no, it went great, because we got in the city. And, oh, yeah, and but they, they yelled at like... me afterwards, and I had to tell them that it was their own fault. I don't know but if they liked it. I mean, it was, me. though. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, su- I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> they are the ones that let him in. 
Oh. I was gonna say, I, I, either you can do it, or, or, or I, I'll have to do something. Cause I'm, I, no offense, Fio, but talking's not your strong suit. You always make it worse. That's so not true. Don't. It's not always that bad. It's always true. That's please false. Don't. Uh, I mean, mm. unless it's Lady Hecate, but you know. But see, there you go. Well, I suppose I'll go talk to the guards then and see what the issue is. Aegon walks up to the scene. Okay, and uh, maybe one or two of the guards seems kind of startled at Aegon's appearance with his red skin and his horns, but they kind of readjust themselves quickly. And one of them seems like vaguely recognize you. Like, <laughs> you see like a flicker <laughs> of recognition, but he doesn't seem like he like actually knows you. Um, you think you you think he's probably one of the guards that you originally talked to when you guys initially went into the city, but it's been long enough he doesn't seem like mm. he remembers you uh, specifically. But he calls out and he says, "Stay back. We're dealing with a, a problem here that does not concern you." Oh, what? Well, what's what's the issue? Perhaps I can help here. These beasts are trying to break into our city. Oh, come on now. I'm sure that they're not breaking in or anything. They must have a, a reason to be here. The three-horned ogre turns to you and he says, He is correct. We are trying to forcibly enter your city. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, 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 why do you need to get in? Maybe I can help you. And the the, the taller ten-foot uh, one with ibis horns turns to you and you see there's almost like a... Like, his eyes are literally, like, leaking embers. Like, embers are drifting away from his eyes um, in his fury. And he says, Months ago, one of our numbers disappeared in this city. We are here to find him and retrieve him. Huh. Interesting. Well, you, you heard the man. They're, they're just looking for a friend of theirs. Perhaps they could, they could go in and look around for a bit. In fact... I would be willing to take personal responsibility for... Oh, my God. <laughs> for them. I love wait. it. And then one of the guards is like, wait a second. Whoa, what's that? And you see, like, a glimmer of recognition cross his face again. And he oh says... Oh, my God. Yeah. If you could take care of them. I mean, <laughs> let them into the city. Oh, my God, no. I think that would... And he kind of, like, waves his hands to his fellow guard. He says... I think we can let them in under his supervision. He knows how to interact with these mountain beasts. Oh my God. <laughs> and he sends like a glare up at the two ogres and they like glare down at him. <laughs> oh my and then God, they turn no. to look at, you, look at you and they say, you will let us into the city under your watch. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, I suppose that is ve- that is very brave of you. He gets, like, really close to Aegon and, like, looks down at him. Fia's there to, like, the back of up. So Fia steps forward, too, and, like, puts his hand on, on Aegon's shoulder and says, Yeah, no, we're here to help. Yep. And and, and Gunner co- comes up behind Fia's shoulder and says, Yep, and that's enough talking, Fia. <laughs> <laughs> and then Fergus pops up behind Gunner and says, Hey, I don't know how I got here. <laughs> Fergus, get out of here. This isn't your scene. I think Jasper enchanted me again. Get out of here. Go home. You're not even going to dress Jasper? <laughs> You're supposed to be resistant by now. I'm trying. <laughs> and so the two ogres are looking down at Aegon, and they say, well then. And he kind of gestures, lead us in. Oh, right away. Come on, everybody. We're going into the city with the ogres. I'm sorry, do you want to be called ogres? I'll just call you friends. With our friends here. <laughs> he grunts at you. 
and they walk in, uh, definitely leading the way instead of letting you do, do so. <laughs> By the way, what are your names? I didn't, uh, I didn't happen to catch them. They just straight up ignore you. Oh, lovely names. Yeah. It's Sally and Sue. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I make Fio makes things worse. Yes, Fio makes things much worse all the time. Must be him. He does. He does. All right, everybody. I said that I'd uh, I'd supervise you, but uh, we've got things to do. So be back <laughs> here in about a uh, few hours, maybe. No, hold on, Aegon. Huh? Cle- clearly, something's wrong. If then... you wish to find us, you can do so. Yeah. We will well, not see you again if yeah. we can help it. Well, don't worry. And they, they both turn and you see them uh, head down a street, <laughs> not towards your destination. We'll be at the academy if you need us. Wait, hold on. We do, we saw where their friend went last. We should try to help. Oh, well, I didn't see where he went. He, he ran off immediately after we came in. Yeah, but we know the direction. Yeah, I mean, if only we knew which direction was north, <laughs> like, in which case we could, like use that to figure out where this person is, Oh, Josh, do I know where (laughs) north is? Yes, you do, so you know exactly how to get to the academy nice and quick. Oh, Oh. no, that's not what I... No. (laughs) I point to north. Jasper is also keenly aware of the direction the ogres went in, so if he did attempt to find them, he would have advantage to track them down. Yeah, just remember, if you insult me, I'll remember it for one month verbatim, and we'll <laughs> use it against you. Uh, well, we can't stop the ogres. The ogres All right, so... I point to south. Oh, you know, Jasper's pointing somewhere. That is why south. Is po- why, is he, why is he pointing south? Because north is too easy. But the academy is literally north from the southern city gate. Oh, I said he's I was... just pointing south. Yeah. Oh. All right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. On we go, I suppose. <laughs> there we go. Oh, there can't, there can't be anything bad that will come from oh, I'm this. Sure. I'm sure. They, they'll It'll find their friend and they'll all run off happy to the mountains again. I suppose. I'm just, I'm just gonna say this once. This is incredibly irresponsible, and I'm yeah. very ashamed of this group well, for not wanting to help. You know what, Phil? If you want to go with them, we, we won't stop you. First off, that also seems irresponsible because we know we're in danger, and I shouldn't just abandon the party. No, we're we're giving you our permission. That's not the point. That that's not the point. It's you're supposed to stick together. Bad things are happening right so now. Just a just a heads up. I have updated your guys' side quest log oh. to find out what the ogres want in the city. So that is another know, side yeah. quest that you can do between adventures. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Gunner, go help Theo out. Why <laughs> me? Yeah, why him? I mean, hey. Because you two get along so well. What, Gunner? Like, you have been obnoxious towards me and I've been obnoxious towards you? What, you really want to go on an adventure with me? I don't think so. You and Aegon can go do your thing if you want to do that. I heard this is the first stage of love where people quarrel with each other. Yeah, but by quarrel, you mean hurls and sure. Keep the cheese down. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Honestly, I, I... I think I need to go see a physician or something about all this cheese I've been eating. I'm just saying, if they if they're lost too, we have got to do something because that's our bad for for helping and abandoning. Right, Theo, I I get that, but 
and, and Gunner realizes he's shouting. <laughs> yeah, pe- people are like turning to like look at you guys because you guys are standing in the middle of the street and getting into a fighting, like a shouting match. <laughs> but, but listen, if we don't take care of this, it doesn't matter where ogres go because everyone will be gone. Have you forgotten? It's okay. I can just take the shape of the ogres and all will be better. There you go. I don't go, think you're that tall. I don't think you can. <laughs> They're too big. Too Theo big. knows you can't do that. <laughs> I no, I I get that, Gunner. I do. I just just because there's a bigger thing going on doesn't mean you can just ignore everything and that it doesn't matter what else you do. I'm just saying we should try to take more responsibility for our actions. Right. So let's go to the academy. Come on. I'm coming. I'm coming. So you guys continue down the streets of the city, and you make your way up to the front gates of the academy. It is a very, very tall building. It's less, well, it's less of a building, and it's more of a miniature citadel. Um, it's a, like a collection of buildings all connected by an outer wall with uh, spiraling towers reaching up into the sky, and all of it with the same kind of gothic architecture of the rest of the city. But at the front gate... Your path is halted because uh, there's a gate and it is closed like gates tend to be. And there is no one like guarding it. Uh, there are no windows for like people to be looking out at this particular area. There is just a main gate into the academy. Um, this gate is separate from the library entrance that Vez and Jasper used to get in. Uh, that's further down the way. Um, but it is harder to get from the library into the academy unless you have some way to, well, get through the magically guarded doorways of the library. Because like, like they do let some people from the public, but it's mostly nobles and such. But to get into the main gate, you do know that you have to be a practicing mage or student. Yeah, Gunnar never threw away his uh, student ID badge from college. <laughs> he still got it. <laughs> Bard's so. College is different from Mrs. College, so it doesn't count. Oh yeah, it's like taking it's like taking an IU badge and trying to get into a Purdue building. It's not going to work. Yeah, if only you were going for a job interview. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so so Jasper. Wait a minute! I thought the only thing IU students are is for McDonald's. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh god. We're, audience, we're just joking. We're Purdue grads, so we we like to pick on IU, but we don't we don't mean it most of the time. Uh, but Jasper walks up to the front gate, and uh, he just kind of presents himself, and he hears a strange disembodied voice that says, "What is your business at the academy?" Oh, so um, we are here to see. Who are we looking for again? <laughs> You guys don't have an. You actually don't have a name. Our group would like a request with the headmaster. He shall be so honored. In the fact, there's a very long silence. <laughs> perhaps you, perhaps you should return with an appointment. So, um, well, listen. This this has been like the third time we've been here, and every single time you've turned us away. Listen, I mean, do we have to get HR involved in this situation? Like, this has been way too many times and this incompetency needs to stop okay we've got important business to discuss national security (laughs) he's getting hr involved Uh oh man okay well why don't you give me a persuasion check since you're trying to convince them you've been here you've been called here a few times 
<laughs> Wouldn't that be a deception check? Because that would lying. be actually yes, that would be a deception check. Look, I did great, guys. I got a four. No, that's not good. What? Why would you say good? That's a. Oh, God. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Look, I am afraid we cannot allow anyone into the academy just because they desire to enter. If you wish to enter the academy, please come with a valid reason and information and proof to back it up. Have a good day, sir. Bitch. <laughs> oh, Whoa, what the heck, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh. Jess, now, right? I didn't know you said such Now things. look here, sir. There's no reason to be rude. <laughs> oh my god! Just because, just because. I mean, I understand that you're a wandering nobody with no place to call their home and no talent <laughs> to your name. But we will not allow you entry into the academy just because you think you're going to become the next big shot. Let me tell you, it's not going to happen. <laughs> you're one of many in a stream of many prospective students who approach our gates and guess what it's not gonna work out in your favor you're gonna fail just like all of them i'm sorry now listen here little npc you're just an npc for not important and i'm a pc for very personally important so uh i'm gonna need you to just uh move out of the way and just let us in already okay Oh no, he broke the fourth wall. <laughs> <He broke> Everyone <laughs> explodes. <laughs> Sir, I would like you to leave before we call upon uh, Academy Security. <laughs> J- J- Jasper, let, let, let me try. Bitch. I, say, I think I can do this. Well, you see, you say that, but you won't be saying that after we blow you up with a fireball. So why don't you leave or we will just kill you? We're not even in the building yet. So what are you going to do, huh? You already kicked us out three times. What's a fourth going to be? Eventually we'll get in. Uh, um, Jasper, no! <laughs> Jasper, jeez! Jasper, get back here! We're leaving, we're leaving! Thank the you for your time, we're leaving! The air warms up around you guys. Yep, and there's a burst of fire. Oh, they're attacking innocents! <laughs> everyone everyone give me a dexterity saving throw. What the heck? God they hit us it. with an actual fire. I, I feel like this is a... Uh, I don't know what kind of code this is a violation of. A lot of them. This is, yeah, I was going to say. I didn't oh even do God. anything. Yeah, I was going to say. Now, I, I got to ask, are we all standing together? Yes. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. All, uh, they just fireballed a bunch of people. That, that is insane. That's messed up. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so. Gotta, go Josh? tell the Baron or someone that they're just assaulting people on the street. Josh, this is this counted as either a trap or a spell being uh, thrown towards Fio's way? I don't know. Do you think it's a spell <laughs> being thrown your way? Well, no, I it's, it's to recall. a trap or a spell. So, th- hear me out, guys. God. I'm asking <laughs> because I'm trying to use danger sense. Yes, you can, use danger, you can use danger sense. <laughs> Thank you. Because uh, I just want to make sure if it's a trap or if it's a spell because that gives us information. You know, it's just about somebody's casting versus a trap happening. All right, so... 12. 17. All right, so there is an explosion of fire around you guys. It whips around. It gets to you. Um, Gunner, Aegon, and Jasper all take the full brunt. Uh, Balvez and Fio are able to get away from uh, most of it. And the flames whirl around you. And it takes you a few seconds of ducking and dodging to realize you feel no heat. Oh, oh. And the flames (laughs) evaporate into the air and you look and you see that everyone in the vicinity is staring at you like you're crazy. (laughs) That's so clever. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> We're all just like dodging around him. All right, so you can't even do a fireball correctly. How are we even supposed to be scared anymore knowing that you've got these cheap tricks anyways? This is some pretty crappy illusion magic if I do say so myself. <laughs> no, so Gunner's going to pull out his auditor's Yay. clipboard because uh. before this gets any worse, <laughs> salvage any any fragment of a chance that we have left. So Gunner goes up to, so Gunner pulls out his clipboard. He does a 180 and all of a sudden he, he almost looks like a totally different person. You almost realize it's Dan Ferg on the job today. Oh, oh no. Everybody's, everyone's favorite auditor and middle manager, depending <laughs> on which is appropriate for the mood. <laughs> so uh, Dan Ferg is going to go up to the thing and say, uh, 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 Hi, uh, good, good, good morning, good afternoon. It's a, a pleasure to be here. Uh, uh, sorry for my compatriot. He... Um, <clears throat> He's a tendency to get a little overexcited. We, um, we, you know, we've we've been talking about sort of, uh, you know, cutting back. You understand. Um, so he's he's probably the first one to get fired. So we're we're actually here to perform an audit on your um, <clears throat> on some of the uh, some some of the cloaking devices you're using. Now, I I, I will say we do require uh, two years worth of paperwork. Uh, to see whether or not your cloaks are actually up um, to sir, code. sir, I wasn't aware that there was a, an incoming audit. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I would like to know why I wasn't informed of this. Why? Well, I, I, I can't answer why you weren't weren't informed. Uh, I'm, I'm here in my scheduled audit. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, if if you turn us away, I'm, I'm going to have to fail you on the audit. Uh, and those are the you, only two choices. Why don't you give me a uh, persuasion check? Or deception <laughs> or de- check. I was going to say, or deception. Either, either, either one. Yeah, I think deception is probably just the best way to go. All right. So, and since I'm using the clipboard, I get advantage, right? Yes. Oh, jeez. Okay, so that's pretty good. That's a 23. Nice. Okay, and there, there's a silence. All right, well, Mr. Ferg, we would be very happy to uh, allow you onto our premises to perform your audit. Um, please stay out of the, out of, uh, out of, uh, sorry, I'm thinking. The Dungeon Master's having a stroke. Give him a second. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> please stay out of the restricted areas and do not walk on the grass, please. All right, now are those taped off or? Um... No, you'll, you'll know when you die. Okay, I'm gonna have to make a note on that on the sheet. I'm, I'm just saying, there's uh, it's, you know, it's, we have it, regulations it, here. It, for it's a something reason. we're working on. Our mages are researching new alarm spells that they can cast uh, to uh, alert people before they cross into the areas. But you know, you know how magical moats work. You can't control them all the time. <laughs> of course, I understand. Well, I look forward to seeing the rest of your beautiful facility, okay? <laughs> well, thank Great. you very much. Enjoy your stay, and uh, please keep your overzealous compatriot uh, close by. We'll keep him on a leash. All right. You hear a, a slight hum, and uh, a <laughs> collar and leash are conjured right next to you, and they fall to the ground. <laughs> oh, no. oh no! This I'm is hilarious. Go. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, Gunner's like, oh fuck. Well, Dan Ferg, <laughs> you you said it, huh? Yeah, uh, Dan Dan Ferg is a, a man of, man of his word. Uh, come here, Stephen. Um, <laughs> I, I, 
kind of gestures to Jasper, like, come on, we, we're going to get in. You just got to play along. Oh, no. I'm not putting that on to these imbeciles. I don't need to come in anymore. See you. I'll be back when someone else is on shift. No, no, just, damn Ferg, every time. <sighs> I I apologize. The leash was was a joke. We we do not encourage the enslavement or embarrassment of other people. Although we do find it hilarious in specific situations. Oh, um, your friend may enter as long as you keep him under control. <laughs> Metaphorical leash, as to say. But if you are ready to enter, we will open the gates now before there are any more weird uh, discussions that we have. Because I need to get back to my lunch. It's my third one for the day, and I hate getting interrupted. Oh, you see, they got two lunches already. We barely had one. All right, so then with a clang and a creak, the gates swing open, and they allow you entry into the main campus. Uh, The area directly in front of you is a courtyard leading towards uh, what appears to be the Great Hall. It's pretty well kept. The grass is finely trimmed. There are sidewalks crossing through it, allowing passage down the main uh, walkway and then leaning off to the sides so that you can get to some of the other buildings in this walled-off campus. And there are also a selection of beautifully crafted marble statues, uh, most of them depicting heroes of legend with bows, swords. Um, There's a centaur, a minotaur. And as you walk past these statues, you realize they are animated so that when you walk by, they, like, turn to watch you and, like, wave their swords in kind of a, not really a menacing way, but, like, a way that's, like, meant to be, like, a showmanship kind of thing so that they look like they're menacing. And you kind of make your way through and you come to the front doors of the Great Hall. Gunner scribbles something on his clipboard the whole time they're walking. (laughs) (laughs) He, like, stops and looks at the animated statues and he's like, hmm, interesting. That's a safety violation. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how much of this adventure is going to be Gunner and how much of it's going to be Dan Ferg. Oh no. <laughs> okay, so we're at the we're at the the halls. Yeah, you're at at the front doors to the Great Hall. They are tall doors. They're about five feet wide, so a little bit wider than a standard door, and then like fifteen feet tall. And it's a set of double doors in an arch way. So it's it's very fancy looking. And you don't hear any noises coming from anywhere. It's actually kind of eerily silent. But considering most of the students are nerds and are probably studying in their rooms, you're not really too surprised by that. And I can make these jokes because we're all engineers and pharmacists and stuff. So <laughs> that's pretty much exactly what we did. Yep, pretty much. Do I, do I secretly hear the sounds of Super Smash Brothers being played in one <laughs> yeah, of the yes, you, you do hear uh, our proxies in this fantasy world playing Super Smash Bros. in one of the dorms. They call it the Gary Try. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Try. So, um... Like, what what do we do now? We're, so, which... We want to... Ultimately, we want to get information from the secret library, but we also need to talk to the headmaster probably to do that, right? I mean, Vez and, and well, Jasper's, ja- the ja- bonus, Jasper's right? the one who wants the secret information from the library. Um, that's not something that the rest of you guys even know about. Uh, what you guys do want to do is you do want to get into contact with the uh, mage who had disappeared and had reappeared. And I, I know you guys also said you wanted to talk to the headmaster as well. 
Wait. I okay. For some reason I was thinking the headmaster was that guy. What why did we want to talk to the headmaster again? Well, because he was the one who sent Halita and her companions to investigate Beer Himins. Oh right, 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 yeah, right. He was, yeah, he was we, the one who said. Talk. Yeah, so I know it's very convoluted. That's just kind of how I write <laughs> adventures. Um, so the headmaster is the one who sent Halita and her companions to investigate Deer Himens because one of the professors had disappeared for five years and had recently returned after being at Deer Himens. Okay, so maybe we should talk to the headmaster first, just to see if we can. Um learn anything about this this strange guy strange person do you... I don't know G- G- gonna pose that to the rest of the group but do you think we should talk to the uh, headmaster first I mean if you think we can even get an audience with him we don't even know if he's here he's probably a busy man I think that maybe we should go to Halita's dorm and bother her and have her take us to this professor or maybe she can get us to the headmaster. That is not terrifying at all. <laughs> just like six or five yep. random people have showed up. Just like, like, hey. Yeah, we know you. We found your name in the directory and we wanted to talk to you. Hi, you don't know this, but I pretended to be you for an entire month and people so talked about... <laughs> yeah, I was like... Yeah, but Helena knows us. We saved her. The least she could do is let us come say hi and ask a couple questions. But she never told us where she lived and it's unprompted but yeah Nate, that's basically uh, daniel it's basically like stopping by the road to help someone fix their tire and then a few days later they just show up at your front door and say hey we've got questions for you <laughs> i mean i think it's a little more than a tire but yeah i get your point you get you get the comparison i'm making she, like it's that's kind of <laughs> creepy anyways we, let's, we saved I, her life i, I think it's fair. know where she is because i made a lot of plans with a lot of people to study there? there is. What the heck? I couldn't break <laughs> character. What am I going to be like? No, I'm too good for you because I'm Halita, so I won't study with my friends. This no. This is a game, Vez. Poor Halita is ostracized <laughs> now because you made so many plans while she was also making plans, and now you've just destroyed her entire college social life. No, but then people saw that there were three of her. Yeah, see, <laughs> there, right there. <laughs> he destroyed her social life, not, not Vez. So anyways, let's go bother her because I don't know what we don't know where we're going. So we don't even know this teacher's name. It's not even like we could ask for his classroom. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, bothering Halita is probably the best route. And since we have Fergus with us, she looks at Fergus, maybe she can show him around campus and maybe he could, I don't know, not be nervous and leave. Ooh, I'd yes? be excited about that. That'd be, that'd be awesome. I, I'd love to see the campus. Yep, exactly. So it's not... I thought we already paid and sent Ferguson to go to the school. We were uh, trying no, we, to. No, we, we never decided on that. Well, Jasper, we're here, uh, Jasper, so... Jasper, we... I mean, if you want to pay for me to go to school, I, I'd appreciate it, because I don't have money, because you guys kidnapped me from Lady Hecate, who was originally teaching me. And now you're teaching me, but you're also, like doing magic on me to train me which is cool and all but i'd like to learn some of the practical sides of things before you just start casting spells on me because you know it's they they say that like you learn from experience but you also learn from your books and i i'm gonna be silent now thank you ferguson is learning so much from me i'm the best teacher ever in fact way better than that lady hecate Lady Hecate is a bad person, 
I agree with this, Jasper. And his eyes are like glazed over. Jasper, you are so cool and so intelligent. You know everything. Okay, Jasper, let's let's go. I'm opposed to all of this. What just happened? What just happened? Why am I sitting on the ground? Don't worry about it. Come on, kid. We're gonna go find Halita. Let's go. Or we could just ask her nicely and see what happens. And then that's plan B if she doesn't agree to it. So keep that in your back pocket. Yeah, so you guys are making your way uh, through the campus and you can see the some of the residential buildings off to the side. There are not a whole lot of buildings for people to live in while they are on campus, but there are three large, like, four-story buildings. They're kind of uh, L-shaped, so they've got two wings each, and uh, they seem to be where most of the students live. They're not quite as grand as the rest of the buildings. They've kind of got the standard, like, wooden plaster walls as opposed to the stone gothic architecture of the rest of the area. But they, they kind of stand out. They're pretty obvious that's where the students live. And uh, you make your way to this uh, section of buildings, and you realize you don't know which one she lives in. Well, I, I mean, I figured maybe we could try asking around or using some other types of clues, use our deductive skills. Well, yeah, I mean, surely. Exa- exa- exactly. That's what I was leaving it open for. It's a puzzle that you have to solve. Okay, so. Now, which way is north? North is north. I know where north is. North is north. Right, Josh? <laughs> north north is north or uh or or if you want to go by uh, compass coordinates it's north oh nor- north okay is fergus north. come here and vez grabs fergus wait what do you do vez that hurts <sighs> oh my god you're never gonna pick up girls if you whine about how anyways anyways let's go come on she much gentler like drags him with her when he looks at her again, she appears younger, like a, more of the average age of the student around. Vez, you feeling a little insecure being around all, all, all the young students? I mean, it's okay oh if, if you do. I mean, oh it, it's what? fine. Like, she we, we just, all, she we leaves all like... She's like, I will do this, but I was going to try to help you meet people before you started school. But if you're just going to be a jackass over no, there... No, I was just asking a legitimate question because you should feel comfortable around us. We're not going to judge you. I mean, like, I, like it's... Okay, never mind. You go talk to... Go go let Jasper mind control you. I was trying to be helpful, but then... I, I don't want you, him to do that, though. I have nightmares when he does then that. Then how about we create a plan where you be quiet and just come with me, and I will talk to people. How does that sound? He clamps his mouth shut. That's what I thought. Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> she walks up to whoever the nearest reasonably nice looking student is. Uh, yeah, what, what's up? Can you tell me where um, this dorm is? We're starting here, but like they didn't really help us when we came in. They just said that like we're supposed to figure it out. Yeah, well, what are you looking for? I'm assuming Vez knows the name of the dorm since she made plans. Yeah? Yeah. So she Josh, says the Josh name didn't of... Think, Josh didn't think of names of the dorms, so oh. uh, we'll pretend like she just says, yeah, it's um, a pig pimple dorm. Oh, God. <laughs> really? <laughs> Is that what we're pig, going with? Pimp, pig, pimp, pig pimples. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, anyways. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it, it's that building over there. Um, if if you wanna if you wanna get in, you have just have to swipe your your key card at the door. Um, I know it's anachronistic, um, but it's 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 
I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just messing with it. You can just walk right in. There's no, secu- <laughs> there's no security around here. We're all mages. We can defend ourselves. That's a great point. I'm very excited about that. Anyways, thank you so much for your help. Okay, thank you. Let's let's go. Come on. Oh, 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 okay. I guess everyone else falls behind, or <laughs> yeah. yeah so the two, like... col- the two college students, or Vez disguised as a as a uh, student, and uh, with Ferguson toe, walk forward, and then the rest of you guys just pile in behind them, <laughs> knocking over, no, no, the, no, no, knocking no. over the guy who just helped him out. No, 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 Josh, 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 Josh. Gunner has the perfect disguise. He finds a frat bro's hat just kind of laying around. He sort of dusts it off. He puts it on and turns it around backwards. And he turns to Theo and Aegon is like, perfect disguise, huh? Oh. What's, what's up, peeps? No. I'm, no. I'm, I'm Gun. They call me Gun. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's so cool. Um, Gunner, why do they yeah, call you cool. Gun if you don't have any the- guns? They call me Gun because look at these and, 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 and Gunner flexes very pathetically. Oh, yeah, uh, those look like dandelions. Oh, that's real cool, man. I, I heard lions in that sentence. <laughs> so. All right. So, uh, so you do have a thick head. Vez so. is like hiding her face as she hears this conversation going on behind her. Do not, do not acknowledge them. Do not. And she's like grabbing Fergus and like trying to like speed up. She is embarrassed by Ow, these Vez, people. That hurts. Oh my god. <laughs> Fine. I'll leave you with the idiots, and you can be embarrassed by them. I'm the correct age to be here, anyways. Okay. Okay. I'll 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 stop complaining. And he clamps his mouth shut. Good. Okay. <laughs> so where did they go? So our heroes uh, <laughs> gather together and they bumble forward and they end up at the front door of the dorm and they open the door and they stride right in. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it and our other episodes with your friends, family, and co-workers. Your boss, if you're daring. Visit our website to find your copy of a D&D Quick Starter Guide, and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description. There, we discuss episodes, Dungeons & Dragons, and STEM topics that we all love. Thanks again for listening. We can't wait to see you here at Applied Dungeoneering. Some of the background music in this episode is from Monument Studios. Check out their other music at monumentstudios.net.